Hello, folks. Welcome back to another episode of Are You a Fan? If you like the episode, give us a uh, like, share, and uh, follow. So, question for this week for the audience and for my co-host, Joker. What's up? If you lived in, like, a superhero universe, and that, like, with superheroes, supervillains, would you ever want to be a first, like, a first responder? Like a firefighter, a cop, a EMT? Maybe... If I would, it'd be a firefighter, but like a cop, no. It it just feels like it's a waste. Because except for like the petty crimes, what are you really stopping? Yeah. And arguably, I feel like they get murked the most. Oh, yeah. It's like the firefighter, I feel maybe an EMT are like the most useful ones of the first responders in in a superhero universe. Because like you're going to need to put out the fires and you got civilians that might need your help as an EMT, but... But even then, like, you have to be, I feel like at that point, you're going into, like, military training. And that, oh, not disagreeing. It's still a horrible idea. Cause, like, but they feel more useful than actual cops do. Oh, completely, completely. Cops in that, that verse aren't really, like, what are they really doing? Exactly. That, except for, yeah, like you said, petty crimes and just maybe keeping people, like, on the up and up. But even then, like, I'm like, I still don't think I'd want to be a first responder because I'd be terrified any time a call came in. <laughs> that they'd be like, we have an incident on um, on 70th and Washington. Define incident. Yeah, like, we need to know this before we go anywhere. Like, there's downed people. What downed them? Are there supers in the area? Are there supers in the area? It's like, we don't think supers, but one of them's missing a lot of, like, like a lot of blood. On the ground? Nah, just sucked out of them. Yeah, we're not going. <laughs> Yeah, nope. We're not going. Call Blade. <laughs> Get Blade out here and we will show up. So, yeah. No, I, I couldn't. Even at working hospital security, I'm like, I probably wouldn't have even gotten to that job. You know how many hospitals get, get hit up in the superhero verse? So many. Oh, yeah. Okay, so that brings us into this week's character. Jane Foster, also Thor. Okay. So let's get into real world first. Jane Foster first appeared in Journey into Mystery, issue number 84, September 1962, and was created by plotter Stanley, scripter Larry Lieber, and penciler Jack Kirby. Hey, got the same team from last week. Which, I mean, it makes sense because she also appears, I think, in the same exact issue that Thor did. Okay, yeah, actually, yeah, that would completely make sense then. So, named Jane Nelson in her first two appearances, she would go on to appear as the love interest of Dr. Donald Blake, the secret identity of Norse god superhero Thor, in nearly every issue through issue 136 of January of 1967 of the title by then-renamed Thor. Which, you know, makes sense. You know, he's got to have that love interest side character. I don't know. That's pretty impressive, though, to go through that many with only one love interest for a superhero. It actually kind of is, because... Uh, it went through five years. Usually in comics, they go through way more than one in five years. You're not wrong. I mean, what's Spider-Man got? Like five? At least. <laughs> Batman? Let's not even go into that. <laughs> we could do a whole episode on Batman's love interests. Ooh. <laughs> so, in October 2014, the fourth volume of Thor, writer Jason Aaron and artist Russell... Determine. In the first issue, debuted a female character in the role of Thor after the classic hero is no longer able to wield Mjolnir. 
Yeah, because uh, and despite a lot of people getting angry about that, remember whoever sh- whoever be worthy, if they be worthy, may possess the power of Thor. There's a reason we have um, Bader Bill Ray that was Thor. Yep. You have uh, Throg. Yeah, Throg. <laughs> The Thor frog that you it, see in Loki. It's one of those, if you were upset that there was a female Thor, but you were you didn't even bat an eye at the frog. Yeah, there, there's a problem. There's an issue there. And it ain't the Thor's being changed. Yeah. <laughs> so. I think even Spider-Man wielded a fake meal near one time. I can see it. <laughs> um, so Aaron would state, uh, this is not she-Thor, this is not Lady-Thor. Thor is not Thorita. Thor, this is Thor. This is the Thor of the Marvel Universe, but unlike any Thor we've ever seen before. Yeah. And I do like that. I feel that it sucks that they have to make that distinction, but it's like, Grant, yes, a lot of us still call, call her Lady Thor just to distinguish off bat. Yeah. But it's, it's nice that he wants it to be confirmed. Like, this is the Thor. This is it. There's no other. Which I agree. I completely agree with the statement. Oh, yeah. Okay, so in Thor Volume 4, issue number 8, uh, May 2015, the identity of the woman was revealed to be Jane Foster. Aaron said it grew out of the idea of the previous Thor becoming unworthy, which was something I was always building towards. I like the idea of dealing with his worthiness and the idea of what it means for a god to be worthy in the Marvel Universe. You know, the God of Thunder waking up every morning and looking at the hammer and not knowing if he's going to be worthy to lift it. Then, of course, one day she could wake up and not be able to lift it. Or he, yeah, he should wake up and not be able to lift it. Uh, That opened the door for someone else to pick, pick up the hammer and carry it around in his place. Really, the only character that was discussed was Jane, which... Yeah, I definitely agree that she was the best choice if you're, especially if you're gonna have a female take up his mantle. Jane was the one to do it. Also, I like that they went with Jane just because she is a human. Exactly, and that it wasn't like Lady Sif picked it up or one of the Valkyries picked it up or one of the other Norse gods. Yeah, like it wasn't some other godly being. It showed like the worthiness to wield the hammer transcends godhood to the point where mortals can do it. But I did kind of like the idea of where he talked about, you know, him waking up every morning and just not knowing if he's going to lift his hammer. Which like, is... That, uh, would, that would really mess with your mind. Which arguably, arguably, till I read that, I never really considered that. Yeah. Never thought about that. And yeah, no, that is a huge weight to carry. Like, every day, like, you reach for that hammer, there's got to be a moment of hesitation. Sometimes. Like, some days you might just grab it without thinking, but there's got to be some days when you're really looking at walking over to pick it up, or you're just like, like, is this going to be the day? Uh, you lift it, you're like, whew, okay, cool, cool. <laughs> Call the Avengers. Tell them I'll be there in a minute. <laughs> okay, so uh, that brings us into in-universe. Take it away. Jane Foster's mother died of cancer when she was nine years old. Following this tragedy, her father, a plumber, worked two jobs in order to go through medical school, exhausting himself. Nevertheless, he managed to uh, give Jane a good childhood, never missing a softball game, forgetting a birthday, or failing to encourage her in anything she cared, uh, could set her mind to. Which is nice. Really really tired of the parents dying. Well, then it's always like the parent dies, and then the other one is crap. 
Yeah, this was so this, nice. This, this was a very nice change of pace. I will say, I will admit that when I was doing the research, this was the nice a nice change of pace of like, because I like as soon as they like brought Plumber down, I was like, is he gonna be an abusive alcoholic? No, no, he's actually the greatest guy you're ever gonna meet. Right, he's like probably one of the greatest dads in almost all of comics. Yeah, are really sad to say. Really is, and arguably out of all the characters that could have ended up with that dad, and that like. Wow. Okay. Cool. 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 <laughs> so, however, Jane's father later died from complications from a heart attack. Oh my God. Well, Just... well, at least he was a good father while he lived. Ben, <laughs> Uncle Ben, no. <laughs> they bend him. I mean, not quite. He. It was a heart attack. He's just one of those like, come, let the guy live. Right. No, they gotta give something else. I suppose. So she would become a nurse hurt, uh, hired by Dr. Donald Blake to assist him in private medical practice. Actually, the crippled Donald Blake was the human identity used for many years by the Asgardian god Thor. Go check last week's episode. <laughs> okay, yep. Uh, Blake would fall deeply in love with, uh, with Jane, but she was infatuated with Thor, whom she had not yet met in his godly identity, but took a protective attitude toward him. Worrying about his health and frailty, she would regularly gush over Thor's exploits, much to Blake's annoyance, causing him to wonder if Jane would ever love a normal man like him. This is what we talked about last week, where like the whole identity thing between Thor and Blake yeah. gets real weird at certain points. Makes you wonder if this all happened before he got his memories back. Yeah, because at that point, that that is the question. Because that really, especially just the way it words that is like, ever loving a normal man like him is like, does that mean he doesn't know that he's a god? Yeah, like is and, he is he having amnesia between the switches? <laughs> like what is happening here? Right. It's, it was just really a weird thing to see. <laughs> oh yeah. So later on, although Foster was strongly attracted to Don, uh, Dr. Blake. She'd le- she would leave his medical practice to me and working for Dr. Bruce Andrews when Blake did not try to rescue her during the Lava Man's attack on the city. However, she would later return after Cobra attacked and Bruce submitted to him and she felt that he was a coward. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that was that was a trip. It's one of those like Blake like yeah, Blake didn't save you because he was Thor at the time. Like, I get it, I get it, but that's right. what makes Secret Day so difficult. Oh yeah. And I hate the excuse of like I didn't tell you because I was keeping you safe. No, no, no. You know, you know what keeps me safe? Knowing that I'm next to a guy that could be attacked at any moment. That makes me a lot safer because then I'll just not be near you. Yeah, then I'm a little more mentally prepared when I'm suddenly being held over a bridge. <laughs> and that like like what about this has been safe for me? So, uh, Don Blake was next approached by discredited scientist Calvin Zabu for a job. When Blake refused to hire him, Zabu began experimenting on himself, creating a serum that transformed him into a monstrous form, calling himself Hyde. Zabu sought revenge against Blake. Yo, man, that's on you. (laughs) What? So that's Mr. Hyde. Right? Oh, yeah, it is Mr. Hyde. <laughs> <laughs> Dyslexia. It gets you. Balls of, bro, head on you. 
Right. It's like, there's probably a reason he didn't want to hire you. Yeah. And you kind of proved it. Right. One of those, you come back, it's like, look what you did to me. It's like, this is why I didn't hire you. This exact moment. Right. So meanwhile, all this, while this is happening on Earth, uh, Thor would continue to petition to Odin to allow him to marry Jane Foster to no avail. However, Odin told Thor that should Jane prove herself to be brave, he would make her immortal. When Mr. Hyde attacked uh, Blake's office, Thor was there to stop him. In response, Hyde began committing robberies disguised as Thor. Huh. That's lame. <laughs> right? And I, I feel like unless you're doing like able to manipulate lightning yourself, I, I, nobody's going to believe you. Right? Like, who's buying this? But it's a comic, so I'm sure somebody was. Oh, yeah. So afterwards, Blake decided to reveal his uh, dual identity to Foster. But his father, Odin, a monarch of Asgard, appeared to him and forbade him to reveal his secret to any mortal. Even though Odin tried for a long time to squash the romance between the two, he ordered her life to be saved when she lay dying after an explosion caused by a battle between Thor and Mr. Hyde and Cobra. I guess that's nice of him. I mean, it is, but at the same time, it's like, oh, you just made things worse for yourself. You should just let her die. Right. As bad as that sounds. It's one of those, like, <laughs> Odin, like, what are you doing? I thought you were, aren't you supposed to be, like, one of the wise ones? Supposed to be. Keyword. As, as, as we've seen in comics, not so much. Yeah, he is not, he is not great in the comics. Finally, <laughs> Thor defied Odin and revealed his dual identity to Foster. Foster would leave America and take a position with a man who proved to be the High Evolutionary. Thor followed her to the High Evolutionary Citadel uh, at Wendigore Mountain. That's what I'm going with. Mm. Uh, where they're reunited. Again, petitioning Odin to let him marry Foster, Thor brought her to Asgard itself, a place forbidden for mortals. Because, you know... That was nothing. Thor was not the brightest either. Yeah, no. <laughs> he was very much like, I'm going to do this and see what happens. You got to wonder, like, if Freya just, just like, just there, like, I could see Freya just there, like, sewing, like, sewing something <laughs> in that and just watch, like, passively watching all of this go down and just being yeah. like, just like, just thinking in her own head, like, God, these guys are idiots. Yo. Like, 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 just look at him like, yeah, I can tell you're not my biological kid. No kid that came out of me would be this stupid. <laughs> okay, so Odin agreed to let them marry if Foster proved herself capable of functioning as an Asgardian goddess. Odin then physically transformed Foster into an Asgardian, granting her superhuman powers. Which I, you know, yeah, so, as Odin must have expected, Foster was confused and bewildered by her new abilities and by Asgard itself. Declaring that Foster had failed his test, Odin would turn turn her back into a mortal woman, send her back to Earth, and remove her memories of her experience with Thor. Odin then sent Foster to work for the uh, physician, Dr. Keith Kincad, and the two soon fell in love with each other. Richard, move, Odin. Richard, move. I'm just saying... Like, give her a minute, man. <laughs> you just transformed her into a goddess. Let her, like, give her some time. Right. It's like, you were born this way, Odin. <laughs> and that, what if I turned you into a mortal man? You think you'd figure it out immediately? 
Maybe. I don't know. Well, he might. Who knows? <laughs> True. Okay, so uh, let's get into becoming Thor. While Thor was away fighting Gore the God Butcher, Jane was diagnosed with breast cancer. Jesus. Because, you know, nothing can ever go good. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, man, depressing. Like mother, like daughter? Too soon? <laughs> <laughs> Oh God, <laughs> dis goddess. Yeah, a little, a little too soon. A little too. <laughs> oh, we're going to hell. We're going to hell. <laughs> okay. So. Uh, so she later accepted Thor's invitation to represent Midgard or Earth in the Congress of Worlds on Asgard while she underwent therapy, but refused magical treatments. Don't. I don't get that argument she it's, had. it's a human it's that human trait of being stubborn that, that's all you can attribute it to i mean i'm stubborn but i want to live do you though i don't want to <laughs> die of cancer if i'm gonna die i want to be quick in that not just if you're not gonna heal me with magic at least put me out of my misery my god Okay, so during a battle against Nick Fury, Thor lost the ability to wield his hammer Mjolnir. The hammer remained unattended on the moon from where it telepathically sought Jane out. Which I think you found out why, because I, I forgot. why. What did Nick Fury say to Thor? I don't even remember, because I, I looked it up, and I'm pretty sure I remember telling you about it, but I remember at this you point, did. Yeah, at this point, I don't remember what it was. It was huh. something stupidly simple. That shouldn't have, you wouldn't think would have been the way he would have disarmed Thor. But yeah, it was something like really stupidly simple. Like I think once it was like a phrase or a single word or something made him think of himself unworthy. Hmm. I mean. And that affected the enchantment. It Nick, made him unworthy. Nick Fury, uh, he got a contingency plan for everybody. Yeah. He's like a, he's like a better version of Batman. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Because his so, contingency plans actually work. I don't know. Batman's did pretty good, too. True. What was the Flashpoint Paradox? Or yeah. Whatever, the one where he, like, had the whole Justice League basically on the brink of death? Oh, I think that was, like, uh, I think that was uh, Justice League Doom. Okay. I just remember the movie where, like, he had almost the whole team pretty much on the, the brink of death. Yeah. Until yeah. he realized it was his own plans. Like, oh, here's how you stop those. Yeah, right. <laughs> So Jane eventually would give in to the Hammer's call and requested Heimdall to take her to the Hammer's location. Once there, Jane would pick up Mjolnir, gaining Thor's power and transforming and improving her physique. Uh, since she had watched Thor's, Thor use his hammer, Jane would slowly learn to use Mjolnir by example. I mean, you know, that's what Cap did. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, though I did do some looking because I would have sworn it also kind of staved off her cancer yeah it, it's but kind of a at the same time it also kind of progressed it because whenever she transformed it got rid of her chemo it purged yeah. that all from her body it was kind of a weird mixed bag if i remember correctly yeah. it was basically like in the state of thor she was cancer free but also as soon as she left the state of thor she had no chemo in her body so the cancer, cancer would immediately uh become highly aggressive whenever she got out yeah so she i remember seeing that it caused her to transforming a lot yeah to a point where she actually ends up uh transforming one last time and sacrificing herself 
bitter end, man. Bitter end. But, you know, tis a superhero ending. But also, if nothing else, that proves that she is worthy to be Thor. Oh, completely. 100% worthy. Okay, well, um, let's get into powers and abilities. So, superhuman strength. Thor possesses uh, class... Class 100 strength and is easily capable of lifting 100 tons. Superhuman speed, superhuman durability. While in the form of an Asgardian goddess, Thor possesses virtually invulnerability and immunity to all known earthly diseases and infections. Very similar to the real Thor. Superhuman stamina, superhuman senses, self-sustenance. She is capable of surviving in the vacuum of space unaided. Self-sustenance and that immediately I was like, like a plant? Right. <laughs> Some photosynthesis going on here. <clears throat> so has a healing factor, longevity, energy manipulation, lightning, electrokinesis. Thor usually uses Mjolnir to channel her storm abilities, but she is capable of discharging lightning bolts without it. Notably using it to destroy a frost giant's head from the inside. Holy cow, she is metal as... Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> rock on, Jane. Rock on. Okay. Uh, nursing skills and medical training, which, yeah, I feel like she was an EMT. So I, or, uh, she was she a, a nurse. nurse. I feel like that comes with the territory. Oh, yeah. But I also kind of find it interesting where they kind of drew the line of being not a born Asgardian. Yeah. She wasn't quite as strong as Thor, but she was still pretty comparable. Oh, yeah. I was like, it wasn't the fact that she was a woman and Thor, Thor, well, Thor's like, son's a guy. But it was like, he was an actual god. She and not was only, human. Not only that, something I forgot to bring up in uh, last week's episode, Thor is also, um, one of, like, because he is the Odin son, his his literal lineage in that makes him stronger than all the other yeah. even the other male gods around him. Yep. So he also has, like, a leg up of just, like, genes. Exactly. So, But I did like that they did take that step towards, like, no, she's human born. Yeah. So she's not going to be as strong, but she's still pretty dang close. Yeah, right? Like, I mean, in fact, she's still lifting 100 tons. That's nothing capable. to scoff at, yeah, no. man. Like, that's... I mean, can you lift 100 tons, people? <laughs> I wish. I can't even lift 100 pounds right now, <laughs> I think. Okay. Let's get into other media. Take it away, Joker. So, similar to some of our past characters, she has surprisingly more than I was expecting. So, in television, uh, Jane Foster appears in Marvel Superheroes, the Marvel or the Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, episode The Well, via archive footage from the film Thor The Dark World. Uh, Jane Foster and her Thor form appear in Avengers Secret Wars, and yeah. appears in the Disney Plus show What If. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that one, too, for a second. I was like, oh, wait, that's right. Yeah. Um, then, obviously, in the MCU, she portrays Jane Foster. Uh, Natalie Portman portrays Jane Foster in the first two Thor movies, Avengers Endgame, uh, via archival footage from deleted scene from Thor The Dark World. And then she is set to reprise her role in Thor Love and Thunder, taking up Thor's mantle. Honestly, honestly, I was surprised when I saw how Jack she got. Oh yeah, I've seen Natalie Portman in a lot of roles in that. She's an amazing actress, but she's always been very kind of twiggy and thin. Like, yeah, just like seeing her flex when she first got brought up on the cast. Like, I was like, dang, where'd those arms come from? <laughs> right? I was like, those are like twice the size of normal for you, uh, Natalie. Yeah, what's going like, on here? What are you doing? Like, who's your who's your trainer, man? Like, <laughs> right? Can I, get, can I get a number? 
And then she has a surprisingly large uh, set of games for <laughs> Jane Foster and Thor Incarnation. Huh. They appear in Lego Marvel Avengers, Marvel Contest of Champions, Marvel Future Fight, uh, Marvel Avengers Academy, Marvel's Avengers Alliance, and Lego Marvel Super Heroes 2. So I guess those were, a lot of those were like the phone games. Ah, that makes sense. But still, just the fact that she's still making appearances as her version of Thor at all is kind of amazing. It's kind of cool. I like it. And then the Jane Foster incarnation of Thor was available as an enhanced costume for Thor and Marvel Heroes. Which I heard was not a great game. (laughs) Unfortunately, there's a lot of those. But still impressive, like like, yeah, how much media she actually does have. For being only since 2014, not being a very, it didn't. It she was very quiet during her time as Thor, so it was like it wasn't hugely popular. So it's amazing she's got so much. Which honestly, pretty cool. I like it. So, uh, I guess I blame all the fanboys. God, right? Uh, toxic fandoms. Anyway, uh, I guess I'll ask the question, and uh, you toxic people can uh, check out now. Uh, <laughs> You a fan, Joker? Oh, heck yeah. I was definitely, as soon as I saw they made a new version of Thor, it made me very interested, and I did enjoy the way they kind of changed it up for her. Oh. How she became. Oh, completely. And honestly, because it goes with the story, I was a fan when they first introduced the character concept and that, especially because, you know, I knew enough about the character that I'm like, who's got the hammer now? Like, who's that? And then the reveal, I was like, Jane did deserve it. So, yeah. Yeah. I've been a fan, too. I'm a fan, too. For anyone that's still listening, if you got something out of this, enjoyed the episode, or even liked the character before from a movie, comic, cartoon, hell, even that t-shirt that you saw one time, you're a fan, too. If you want to jump on this train, why not subscribe and share with a friend? Dick Rail out. Y'all keep riding them rails.